the musical starts with mm-hmm. Benjamin Barker, who is Sweeney Todd, right, coming back um, from wherever he was, his Rumspringa, from basically Rumspringa, yeah, <laughs> to London, in hopes of finding his wife and daughter, mm. and he does not. Oh, um, because well, no, that's the that's the beginning. Oh, okay. <laughs> he doesn't find his wife and daughter. And he goes back to his old barber shop to find out it has been turned into a pie shop. Oh. And he's like, what the fuck is this? And Mrs. Lovett, who owns the pie shop, is like, hey, uh, you're new in town? And he's like, yes. <laughs> um, and she's like, uh, oh, I've got a room upstairs if you want to stay there. And it's like, he's like, yeah, I know you have a room upstairs that used to be my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, she lets him stay there. Mm-hmm. And he is hellbent on getting revenge because he finds out that his wife died oh, shit. after he was cast away because she was so depressed and sad and she like killed herself or something. She poisoned herself. And he's like, ang- and then the judge took his daughter, took his baby. And so the judge who also cast him away because he was obsessed with his wife. Um, what did, what was his crime? Uh, the, there was no crime. Oh, some yeah. judge was just like, I'm going to kick you out of town? Yeah, the, yeah. The judge Turpin is like, I want to fuck your wife. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to... Um, I'm going to exile you. Wow. And I'm going to, and then your wife is going to, he doesn't know this, but his, the wife would then kill herself and then he would take the daughter. And now he has an unhealthy obsession with the daughter. Oh no. Um, he raised her as his own, but like, is also like, as soon as you turn 18, mm, it's no. heavily implied that things are already happening. Oh, um, no. it's really bad. Yeah. Um, why do people like this show? Um, cause it's f- beautiful. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello, hello, and welcome to one of our recap episodes, where we go absolutely cuckoo bananas watching Degrassi The Next Generation from beginning to end. I'm your host, Keely Bell, and join me every other week with Ezra Parter as we watch these characters do whatever it takes and make it through. Welcome back. This is Cuckoo Bananas! Exclamation point, a Degrassi colon The Next Generation podcast. I'm your host, Keely Bell, and I'm here with I'm me, Ezra Parter. Yes. And um, how are we? It's been a couple. We last recorded, I think, probably like a month ago. Yeah, it's been so long since we've felt like recording. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we're okay. Yeah, we're yeah. okay. Not much has really changed. Yeah. 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 And yeah, not much has really changed. My grandpa died. Um, right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, a lot has changed, I guess. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Uh, I'm just kidding. I mean, not much has changed really in our day-to-day. Right. Um, we are still uh, together, mm-hmm. which is good. Mm-hmm. And fighting cancer, which yep. is bad, but going yep. well. Going well, yeah. And I have a PET scan in like a week. Yeah. Which is exciting. It's a good sign. It's a good sign. Mm-hmm. For anyone who doesn't know and is listening, a PET scan is what they're when they're like, hey, we think it might be gone. Let's check. Mm-hmm. Kind of. That's it's it's not that black and white, but it's more mm-hmm. it's a it's a scan that you end up having toward the end of treatment to really see like what how far more you you need to go. Yeah. Um, and I am toward the end of treatment. My eyebrows are growing back, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And they're looking good. babe. Yeah, they are. Hell yeah. I love my eyebrows and I always yeah. have. You should stop them from growing back any further. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I want them thick. <laughs> They've, I've always had very thick eyebrows. Mm-hmm. 
That's what so I mean. You. That's the first thing I noticed about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you also have thick eyebrows. I do. Our yeah. kids will ha- be so hairy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> We're gonna have pretty hairy kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thick hairy kids. <laughs> Is the hair thick or are the kids thick? Everything. Both. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we're both. <laughs> we're, we both have hairy kids. <laughs> we both have a lot of meat on our bones. <laughs> that's too. true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we just engaged in 44 uninterrupted minutes of Degrassi, The Next Generation, mm-hmm. season three, episode four and five, Pride. Pride. And do you remember what your guess last week or last time we recorded was? Yeah, actually, I think my guess was pretty accurate. Yeah, it it was. was that um, Marco meets some boy and falls in love. Kind of. Yeah, you said. And ends up having to like deal with coming out yeah basically you said you think marco comes out and it looks because we had been slightly spoiled but for the first like two minutes of the episode not even it was like 30 seconds like 30 seconds and dylan is prominent in those first 30 seconds and so you kind of were able to be like oh yeah (laughs) there's a boy involved yeah um so yeah you you pretty much hit the nail on the head there i wish i had known it was going to be a hockey episode i know i should have warned you i should have uh i could have put on my jersey yeah we could have i yeah i as soon as they started because dylan the character mm-hmm. um he's never a regular sorry to spoil that for you he never becomes uh-huh. like a regular character but he is a pretty prominent um recurring character okay and lots of hockey with dylan nice lots of hockey um so yeah I guess we can dive on in. That's all I just want to say. My day today started with playing NHL on uh, the Xbox. (laughs) Then I watched a hockey game because there was an early morning game because my favorite team is currently in Europe playing Mm -hmm. uh, the Global Series. Then I played a little bit of hockey until you came over again on the Xbox. Mm -hmm. Then we watched a show about hockey. This is a good day for me. This is a great day. Mm-hmm. This is a great day. We should find a hockey place to go to dinner. That's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> I'm sure they have those in Southern California. Probably. <laughs> I actually never looked for a hockey bar around here. Mm-hmm. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so to open the episode, mm-hmm. um, our key player is Marco in the A plot, and our mm-hmm. key player in the B plot is Snake. And uh, I, in my notes for the first episode... I think I get so annoyed <laughs> by, and I guess it's this is the point of the episode, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I get so annoyed with how gaily Marco is doing everything, <laughs> and then at the same time going, "I'm not gay," or trying to trying to hide who he is. When he showed up to this beach trip in capris, <laughs> he was wearing capris pants that hit at the middle of his ankle, or not ankle, at the middle of his calf. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, Marco. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. I will say I totally didn't clock it. I just thought he was wearing pants. But You didn't see they were capris. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, look, I don't see pants, okay? Yeah, you don't see clothes. <laughs> I see color. I don't see pants. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. <laughs> so the episode opens, and Marco and his capris and Ellie in full... Like, they're going to the beach, mind you. Ellie is in full, like, goth <laughs> gear. She's wearing, like a sweater, a skirt, tights under the skirt, boots. 
she doesn't want to be going to the beach. No, she's clearly not interested. She's like, she's like, why did you invite me? And Marco's like, because we're going to the beach. And mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, but <laughs> why, why am would I you think here? I would want to do that. And but my question is, why did you say yes? Yeah, and it's clearly because Marco is still somewhat using Ellie as his beard. Yes, and she is like, dude, I don't want to be your beard anymore. And he's but also like, still says yes to things like this. Yes, because I think she's still she'll she still cares too. Yeah, of course. She's yeah, she, no, she's a good friend. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's a really good friend. And so he brings her along. They show up to um, where they're all meeting to get in the SUV or not SUV, the like minivan is what mm-hmm. I meant to say, to go get in the minivan. And um, Spinner keeps calling him Marco Del Studley because you get one girlfriend and suddenly you're a stud, I guess. Hey, <laughs> work for me. <laughs> and so they, Marco's like, oh, sure, I'll sit. I'll sit um, shotgun. And only to f- discover that the man driving is Paige's aforementioned gay brother, who are, mm-hmm. we are just now mentioning, or just now meeting, mm-hmm. um, Dylan. Mm-hmm. And he's got his hair teased out. He's he's trying to catch some dick at this beach. Dylan's so cute. He's got such pretty curly hair. He's got like such boyish, like kind of like narrow features. And Marco is instantly smitten. And yeah. Dylan's like, hey welcome to the front seat and marco's like (laughs) amazing (laughs) and then we get the opening credits Mm -hmm. um we come back from the opening credits and they're all unloading the minivan at the beach (laughs) and (laughs) Paige is like scooter would you carry this for me it's a picnic basket (laughs) full of towels (laughs) and somehow spinner thinks that that looks gay (laughs) And yeah, he's like, what? I can't carry a basket. I'm not a homo. (laughs) And Dylan, who is super secure in his identity, Mm -hmm. um, is like, you're not a what? (laughs) Say that again in my face, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I wish it were that aggressive. But it's kind of like he's just like, "Um, I'm here. Yeah. And and Spinner's like, oh, uh, no, I didn't mean homo as in like gay. I meant it as in like. And then Dylan goes, milk? <laughs> yeah, like homogenized milk? Yeah, because in Canada, they have that homo milk. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they have like the milk that just straight up says homo on the... <laughs> yeah, they have gay milk. <laughs> yeah, they have the gay milk. <laughs> <laughs> and Paige, I guess this was a different time. This was just a different time where yeah, like yeah. it was okay to date someone who was a little bit homophobic, mm-hmm. even though you have gay family members. Uh, honestly... Yes, it was a different time, but I feel like somebody whose brother is that secure and that like comfortable in it, I don't I don't think you could possibly get away with that. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> Though I think I think the big thing is that mm-hmm. Spinner's exposure to gay people is so minimal yeah. that it doesn't come up ever. Right, right. I'm sure that Paige doesn't deal with it regularly and this is like Right. I mean, she's dealing with it in this episode. Mm-hmm. And she does uh, we'll get into it more as we get on, but like, she does kind of clearly feel like Spinner is stupid and in the wrong. Yeah, like she's getting really frustrated with him yeah, throughout yeah. the episode. Like she's like, like this is the first that th- that this issue has really come up mm-hmm. in their relationship. Because mm-hmm. as he said, like he doesn't have to deal with Dylan; she has to deal with Dylan. Right. So when he, she said, "My brother's gay," he probably was like, "Oh, cool. That's your brother. I don't have to do shit." I don't think he's that cool. <laughs> well, whatever. He's yeah. probably like, you know, oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's your brother. Um, yeah. And he doesn't really. Scoot sucks. Yeah, Spinner fucking sucks in this episode. Um, 
And I just I just want to say uh, I couldn't remember his name when I started taking notes, so I wrote Scooter. You, you usually call him Spin Doctor. Spin Doctor. That's what mm-hmm. I usually say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is Scooter's, Scooter's funny better. too. Scooter's better. Yeah. Um, because like <laughs> his nickname is Spinner because he used to spin mm-hmm. um out on his off of his ADHD meds. Right. So now the implication would be that he used to scoot around <laughs> on his ass <laughs> yeah. and scratch his butthole on the ground like a dog. <laughs> is that why Scooter and Doug is called Scooter? I hope so. I thought it was because you wrote a scooter. Mm, oh, maybe that too. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we move on to our B plot, mm-hmm. which is taking place in the uh, Nelson uh, Simpson household. And Spike is a shrew, as always. <laughs> and she's um, cradling baby Jack, who had a restless night. He just mm-hmm. got over a cold. And Snake is sneezing. And... Spike is like, you cannot stay here if you're sick. (laughs) And I'm like, that is insane. Your home is not your place to be sick. Like you have a full second level. (laughs) Like how, like, why can't he just sleep on the couch? And just like, he's your husband. He's your husband. I I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say like, I don't want to be like, you're the wife, take care of him. But like, if it was the roles were reversed, Take care of her. You yeah, know? yeah. Take care of your spouse. Also, what are you doing? like, yeah, just have him be like, stay away from the, have him stay away from the yeah. baby. Like, that's all you need to do. <laughs> like, your sick spouse, you should be like, taking care of. This was yeah. definitely like a um, ploy by the writers to get Snake into joey's house which yeah so he decides to he calls joey and asks if he can stay there right and joey's like sure for sure and then we find out later joey's leaving town yeah so it's <laughs> craig's duty to babysit <laughs> snake sick snake yeah. but we've also skipped over the fact that snake um cut his hand fixing the heater oh right right, right. and um if you're it's listening bleeding. if you're listening it's bleeding a lot and if you're listening to this you've watched the episode so like <laughs> you you know what's gonna happen but if you aren't listening to this we don't want to spoil it so we won't say Right. Like, I wouldn't spoil it <laughs> otherwise. But um, you know that Snake has cancer. Uh, oh, wow, we're spoiling it. Yeah. <laughs> what about so, for the people who aren't listening? But leukemia, specifically, um, your your cuts and shit take a long time to heal. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Your blood doesn't clot. Right. When, when Snake cuts his hand um, and it's still bleeding scenes later, he's like, shit, what's going on? Um, somebody else is like, shit, what's going on? Right. But yeah. Um, We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, Emma we'll also there. Uh, can't sleep because of the heater and baby Jack crying. Not important, but true. Thanks. Yeah. It's <laughs> the one note I wrote down from this scene. <laughs> the least relevant like part. Like, thought that was going to be I the I thought B-plot. that was what it was going to be. Yeah, <laughs> something with Emma not being able to sleep. <laughs> um, so... Uh, oh, also, <laughs> when Snake cuts his hand and Emma's right there, he starts to swear, and then he says "fiddlesticks," which I know is something that people say, but this mm-hmm. is the first time I've really contended with that word. Like, <laughs> what does "fiddlesticks" mean? Fiddle, Where did that like come sticks from? Sticks that you fiddle with. Oh, I was picturing like a fiddle, and I'm like, "There's no stick involved with a fiddle." Yes, there is. Not the bow, but yeah. it's not called a stick. It's called a bow. Yeah, no, it's not called a stick, but like, you would. <laughs> You c- if someone who didn't know it was a bow would call it a stick. I just I can't imagine that fiddlesticks were ever so common in, in the world that mm-hmm. people call you know that became an expression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't All know. Right, you're gonna cut that. <laughs> I might. You never know. <laughs> I thought it was an interesting 
verbal aside. Okay. <laughs> um, so <laughs> for scene four, I have written down someone, somehow no one knows Marco's gay in his caprice. <laughs> <laughs> and Ellie's done being Marco's beard. So like, yeah. I have down Scooter sucks at volleyball. No, oh, we, I have, I, yes, that's next. <laughs> but Marco and Ellie are discussed, they discuss that, Last year, Ellie was okay with being his beard. Right. This year is 10th grade and she's not, and she, a 10th grader, is not about to be anybody's beard. Right. And Marco's like, sure, fine. Um, let's yeah, okay, just, we're broken up. Yeah, says. like we're basically, we're broken up. Mm-hmm. But um, we're just friends. He now. doesn't tell any of the gang. No. Um, next scene is a volleyball montage mm-hmm. and Spinner's bad at volleyball. He's so bad. It's like, they saw Top Gun and were like, let's do a volleyball montage, but have instead of Tom Cruise being shirtless, we'll just have one guy suck. Will you? Would you believe that you made this joke last week? No way. You said some shit about Marco. You, your joke um, prediction for the week was that Marco would join the American Air Force so that he could play volleyball <laughs> with hot guys. <laughs> That's incredible. I'm a genius. I'm going to hunt down Elizabeth. And tell her that that one sketch is now a part of your personality and I hate her. <laughs> Elizabeth and my sketch group wrote a, a sketch where uh, we have to reenact the volleyball scene from, from Top Gun uh, in like a very dancey. Uh, I'm not going to get into it. You'd have to see our sketch show to get it. But yes, uh, it's invaded my brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's very fun. <laughs> it's very fun to do. Um, and after they're all playing volleyball, um, Dylan offers some tickets to one of his one of his um, hockey games. I haven't even seen Top Gun. Exactly. And that's how I know <laughs> that it was that sketch yeah. that did this. It was not the fact that you've seen the film. I saw Maverick, but I didn't see the first one. <laughs> um, so okay. Dylan then um, tells the guys, like, hey, I have, a, I have extra tickets to one of my hockey games. Do you guys want to come? Because... Um, it's going to get confusing later. I don't know if they'll really fully explain it, but Dylan plays hockey like almost professionally. Mm-hmm. So like there's a school team and then there's a like a, a, yeah. a, a local he, team. He's in the juniors, like, Canadian yeah. junior, which is like a feeder league for, that's where like players who are going to get drafted to the NHL. Play. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that's where Dylan plays. So like it's like exciting to like mm-hmm. go to his games and shit. Um, and so... Marco is like, oh yeah, sure, I'll come. Ha 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 ha. And he's like, he he t- he he accepts the tickets very gaily. <laughs> um, and then we go back to Joey's house, mm-hmm. and Craig and Ashley are making out on the ca- making yeah. oat on the couch. Yeah, I have down. Um, Craig is trying. Craig thinks that this is going to be the time he he and Ashley have sex. have sex because they have the house to themselves yeah. for the weekend. But then sick teacher mr snake simpson is mm-hmm. coming over mm-hmm. snake. mr simpson shows up um angie is really excited to see him mm-hmm. um joey's like yeah yeah yeah. he's staying here because he's sick and craig is like so then he can just infect us instead mm-hmm. of his baby and joey's like yeah all right see you later <laughs> <laughs> and i guess angie stays also yeah angie stays okay yeah so craig's babysitting yeah basically craig was meant to babysit angie but um he ends up babysitting cancer patient too. right so then back at the beach, mm-hmm. Dylan is asking Paige about who all is dating. And we mm-hmm. were talking about this during the episode where they keep saying in this episode, everyone's paired up, mm-hmm. everyone's paired up. And it's like, no, wh- I was only able to remember one pair, but I guess 
Craig and Ashley also counts, yeah. even though Ashley's not a part of the popular kid friend group. Mm-hmm. Um, Craig is. So it's like every, they, they keep saying everyone's paired up. Everyone's paired up when really the only two pairs are Spinner and Paige and Craig and Ashley. Which leaves Hazel and Drake single, mm-hmm. which I didn't clock this till right now, but that just means like all the white people are paired up. No, Hazel, Hazel, Jimmy and um, Terry are all. Oh, single. Terry as well. OK, yeah. never mind, never mind. Yeah, it's not racist. Good, good. Well, good. the the minorities are all single: mm-hmm. the black people and the chunky girl. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, and the gay man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the all the straight white people are paired up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the goth. And the goth. Well, Ellie's not part of their friend group. Oh right, right, right. right. Um, but yeah, so he he. They're all saying like he's like they're like yeah everyone's paired up and then um. Paige tells Dylan, oh, Marco's dating Ellie because Marco has not told everyone that Mm -hmm. he and Ellie are broken up. And Dylan's like, really? I think he's in love with me. Yeah. (laughs) Dylan's like, oh, I just kind of thought that he was, he might've been, you know, and might've been gay. And Paige is like, oh no, he's like head over heels in love with Ellie. And Dylan's like, your favorite line (laughs) happens. Yeah. So yeah, he's like, I think you might have been gay. And then Hazel, shivering from the cold because it's a cold beach day, (laughs) comes up and goes, "I'm freezing. Who's gay?" (laughs) (laughs) And so then they talk about how it could be Marco, Mm -hmm. and that um, it's not like Dylan didn't date girls before he came out. Mm -hmm. And but Hazel's like, no, they're soulmates, Mm -hmm. which is, I mean, it's high school. Yeah. Well, that also has to deal with Hazel having had a crush on marco mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um last year and so she she also really wants him to be straight yeah true, so that that's true. if things didn't work out with him and ellie it might work out with her speaking of someone who wants him to be straight then we co- go to jimmy and spinhead talking <laughs> and spinner <laughs> oh, oh no because because dylan and hazel and uh, uh and Paige are like hitting on some guys who walk by yeah and then uh spinner's like how can how can they do that? It's unnatural. Mm-hmm. And, it's uh, all the he basically in this scene spits out every homophobic rhetoric I've ever heard in my life. It was <laughs> so compact, and then he's like, "And I also want to do genocide on them." <laughs> which, like, I mean, basically, he said he wanted them all to live on an island. Yeah, which is, he's like, "We should just put them all on an island." Jeez, I mean, which is like what the Greeks tried that, and we named lesbians after what they did. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. They will just get more powerful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm against it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's, it's like they gave Spinner a like um, <laughs> a book of every homophobic thing that's ever been said. And he's <laughs> like, it's unnatural. Mm-hmm. How can they do that? Look at guys. Guys are gross. <laughs> they sh- we should just put them all on an island. God, and it's so awful. And Jimmy is like, you sound like such a fucking loser. Let's <laughs> continue to play volleyball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> then um, we go back to Joey's house. Yes. Snake and uh, Craig are playing um, a, a snowboarding game that both of us used to play in yeah, the early 2000s. Yeah, SSX. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. It's Yeah, a great it was game. very fun. I remember it being super fun. Yeah, I was really disappointed by SSX 3 when it came out because it was like it took away kind of like the gimmicky part of it and it made it very realistic, mm. uh, which was like... What was, was the fun, gimmick? But, um, like it took away like the point scoring and like the flashy colors and stuff and it made uh. it just like look like a real mountain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's lame. But SSX Tricky, that's the game. Yeah, oh. that was a lot of fun. That's the greatest game of all. I didn't play video games, but my co- older cousin, um, he did. Mm-hmm. And he would always be at my grandma's house, and he would bring his... I, what what console was that on? Xbox, I'm assuming? Uh, Xbox, GameCube, probably... N60. I think he had an Xbox. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of things. And he would bring it probably to my grandma's, and I got to play it a couple times. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is fun. I'm bad at it, but this <laughs> is fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just remember getting so good at garibaldi is that one of the mountains mountains, yeah yeah. oh man yeah and um shout out to tokyo megaplex as well (laughs) so snake and craig are playing this game Mm -hmm. and snake wins or whatever (laughs) and he gets too excited yeah he tries to celebrate Mm -hmm. and instead passes out with a nosebleed yeah he stands up too fast gets Mm -hmm. dizzy and then passes out with a nosebleed and can i just say can relate buddy (laughs) (laughs) i had a nosebleed yesterday or like the day before or something like that um Mm -hmm. it fucking sucks and i'm pretty sure it's even worse when you have like leukemia yeah because they don't stop yeah yeah um yeah i mean yeah mine are just from um my chemo has dried out my insides really bad yeah so like my the insides of my nose are just really dry yeah you weren't getting nosebleeds when you were when we didn't know what you had yet no yeah um, do, 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 do. um so then we go back to the beach where they're making sandwiches Wait, that have they look way so gross. too much mayonnaise so fucking gross oh my god they, like there's like a, a shot of just a slice of bread with already too much mayonnaise and then they're putting more on. oh and it's like why are we spending time on this shot yeah what? we don't need to establish that they're having lunch i don't care about this their is, lunch i noticed this is such an atmospheric episode mm. it's like there's a lot of like we don't get many montages on this show but mm-hmm. we still got one for like the volleyball mm-hmm. and then like there's just a lot of kind of like um taking in the scenery around us and like the vibe of a of a beach day there's like <laughs> not they don't waste a lot of time with or they don't spend a lot of time on um dialogue at the beach right. it's a lot of like it's lunchtime at the beach we're grilling hot dogs and making and sandwiches way too much mayo on a mm-hmm. bread and toasting marshmallows <laughs> oh, and yeah. toasting them too dark and spinner and Paige doesn't want to eat it <laughs> Paige is like make it make it good for me make it not make it hot make mm-hmm. it make it gooey on, gooey the, on inside, the inside but not on carcinogenic on the outside and spinner's like i already burned it's it. already burned, it's burned. <laughs> Paige, look i i get i get that that's what you want um, but don't trust Spinner with fine motor skills. Obviously. Or fire, honestly. Or fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spinner's proving that he's not very good at a lot of stuff. Yeah. Every episode. <laughs> Maybe just make your own marshmallow. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Ellie's playing guitar, which like... It Dump wouldn't... his ass and get with JT like we all want. <laughs> it wouldn't be a beach day if somebody wasn't playing guitar. <laughs> so Ellie's sitting there just kind of strumming on a guitar and um, Spinner notices she's alone and Spinner thinking that Marco and Ellie are still dating goes over to Marco and is like, hey, man, stop being a weirdo. Go keep your girlfriend company. She's oh, she's lonely. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not even that she's lonely, though. It's like, hey, go be a boyfriend. Go, yeah. Go put your arm around your girl. Go touch. Go yeah. Touch wom- go touch woman. Go touch, touch, woman. touch woman. Touch woman. Yeah. Touch woman. Yeah, that that is really more what it is. Yeah, I was being, I guess, a girl about it. Oh, I'm <laughs> and, sorry. No, it just for thinking. me, it was like <laughs> I just I think that the the whole plot point of like this moment in the episode was like, okay, writers, you need to find a more creative way to 
make this awkward interaction happen. Though I guess it's Spinner like Spinner just yelling touch her is insane. Well, he doesn't say that. I know, but like the whole thing it's <laughs> he still says, an insane go be a boyfriend. Yeah. Which like is I think what's weird about it more is that um why does Spinner care? Yes. And it's like it and I think the implication here is that he like because i think i would understand it more if we were at the point where he's starting to suspect that marco's gay right right um, which which is what happens toward the middle of the episode Mm -hmm. um but we aren't necessarily at that point yet so i don't see why he cares yeah um it's maybe in the edit it's like the order changed the order of the scenes changed well no because he doesn't get he doesn't start speculating until until page says it at school right yeah the next day so it wouldn't that wouldn't be the case yeah so yeah it's just kind of like why does he care yeah it's it's just there's it's an unmotivated action yeah 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 um but it really what it does is marco marco doesn't correct spinner to tell him that i am no longer ellie's boyfriend Mm -hmm. instead he listens and he goes over and tries to put his arm around ellie and ellie's like what are you doing (laughs) we just (laughs) talked about this dude and Paige is like it's okay he's your boyfriend weird bitch yeah he's your boyfriend you have to let him touch you whenever he wants yeah which is also (laughs) fucked yeah um i think we're kind of like uh uh exaggerating a little bit here no i really don't think i am like I mean, yes, I'm taking it to the extreme for sure, but also, also like those—that's the undertones of all this. I think I—I I actually do think maybe there's just a kind of vibe going around with this friend group mm-hmm. that they can sense there's something weird about oh, Marco yeah. and Ellie's relationship. Yeah, definitely. So that so they're like these two weirdos don't know how to be in a relationship, so we have to coach them on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think that might be mostly what it is. That could be. Cuz obviously be. Paige wouldn't say that. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. you should let a boy just no, touch you. No, but that's that's like I I I'm taking issue with the writing of this episode, mm-hmm. not with the characters. Well, yeah, but like I think um I don't think it's unlike Paige to think it's to. First of all, she hates Ellie anyway. Yeah. So true. she thinks everything she does is weird. Yeah, true. Um, and secondly, it's I think I think it's like teenage teenagers being like, okay, well, we're trying to navigate something that we haven't navigated before. Let's help yeah. our quote unquote help our friends. Yeah, I guess I'm just like hung up on this whole scene, this whole interaction, mm-hmm. feeling very forced and not yeah motivated. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense because yeah, Spinners was definitely very unmotivated, but I think Paige's yeah. made a little bit more sense. Um, but Ellie then outs them as not being a couple. She's like, "No, mm-hmm. we broke up," and they're like, "Oh," and they all look at Marco like, "Weird that you didn't <laughs> yeah. tell us." You invited her here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one wanted her here, but you. Yeah, but you are dumb. You're not dating. <laughs> like what? And Marco <laughs> is clearly like embarrassed and ashamed, and so he runs off. Mm-hmm. Um, I have on my notes. He sits by the water gaily <laughs> and Dylan <laughs> and only Dylan of all of Marco's close friends. Yeah. <laughs> only one of his friends, older brothers decides I should go check on him. Yeah. Dylan comes and doesn't even say anything. He just sits by him because he, yeah. he knows. Yeah. Of course Dylan knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dylan's like, figured it out. Yeah. And he's, he yeah. just wants to lend him like a, 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 yeah. a, a, a helpful or a, a supportive yeah. Um, shoulder. Yeah. Um, the next day at school, Paige and Spinner, uh, come to school and they're wondering like, what the fuck was that about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're like, that was fucking weird, right? (laughs) It's a funny time jump for Mm -hmm. me because it's like, wait, 
you two didn't talk about this last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it, how I did y'all get home from the beach without without talking about this? About this? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was one of those things that happens, and then everyone's just kind of like, well, oh, we won't touch right. that. Yeah, there's kind of like, all right, um, how are you liking your sandwich? Yeah, too much mayo. Yeah. Oh, you burnt the marshmallows. Hmm. <laughs> Should we go soon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think everybody just on their own walked home from the beach separately. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> They're just like we got to get out of here. <laughs> um, so <laughs> Paige brings up to Spinner that Dylan um, was speculating that Marco might be gay. Mm-hmm. And Spinner is like, no, what? That's my friend. I don't have gay friends. Yeah. I can't and I won't. Yeah. Don't make me have gay friends. Please. I could never. Um, I don't want to be tolerant. (laughs) And so um, Marco is now at school in a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. Mm -hmm. And um, he when obviously it's like and it's like too big on him and it's like it's it's clearly like oh he's wearing this to impress somebody mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um he comes into the hallway meets up with spinner and jimmy and craig mm-hmm. and spinner's like since when do you like hockey and marco's like oh since now i'm trying to get interested in it mm-hmm. and spinner's like how do you feel what did he say he's like how do you feel about the antropov trade to the team at the time that was called the redskins mm-hmm. and marco's like um 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 i think it was a good idea i think his skating will really help yeah i think his skating will really help and, then and spinner's s- like you dumbass the redskins are a football team yeah fortun- <laughs> fortunately renamed washington commanders at yes. this point but at yes. the time yeah um <laughs> very embarrassing and nick antropov was a good skater like he had that part right mm-hmm. uh, i'm sure uh, he's not dead he probably still is a good skater he's just probably in his 40s at this point is he retired yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. This is, yeah, this is 20 years ago. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Spinner's like, I knew you were f- a fake and a phony. And I, d- <laughs> I just almost quoted Gre- Greece. Oh. I knew you were a fake and a phony. I never should have laid eyes on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Sandy tells Danny at the mm-hmm. drive-in. Tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. Were you fake and a phony? <laughs> Um, but that's Spinner, also an Elizabeth sketch. Yeah, <laughs> it's stuck in my head. Uh, <laughs> but um, we Spinner, do a lot of singing sketches. Yeah, she's a very musical person. Mm-hmm. Um, Spinner is like mad, obviously, that Marco is pretending to like hockey because Spinner, mm-hmm. in his heart of hearts, knows that he's doing it to impress Dylan. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of which, Marco then sees dylan in another room and wistfully knocks on the window he looks so excited to be seeing him (laughs) in person he's like knock 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 (laughs) and dylan's like oh hey um because like it's some like weird area of the school where it's like there's a scanner there it's like where they also do the morning announcements yeah i guess it's not media immersion no no not snakes like computer room right right it's like where they film the morning announcements Mm -hmm. and they also like have a scanner and probably a printer and stuff Mm -hmm. there so i don't know what this area is but it's got like a big glass like wall Mm -hmm. that um it's the same glass wall where a bunch of guys tried to pretend to grope manny Oh yeah. yeah. And also where um Liberty was after she did oh, the yeah. announcements, she was in there and like the kids were looking and they were like, That's her. Ha, ha, That's ha, the girl ha, who sucked that time. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That that one um, that one clear wall really helps them. <laughs> They're really getting a lot of mileage out of this glass. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, uh, so he 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 goes around the glass and mm-hmm. is uh, talking to 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 Dylan, mm-hmm. and they're having a nice little chat about how they like the beach. Mm-hmm. And then you got very excited. Jake, Jake, I love the homophobic Jay. scary man. Yes, you will. It it's he's not gonna be like this forever. That's good. Yeah, because <laughs> he was pretty bad. He was in this pretty one. bad, and he'll continue to be bad. Okay, he'll continue to be very bad for a long time. But uh, he is also like, like we we know how how I feel about two dimensional bullies. Like yeah. I hate a two dimensional bully. I love them, but I hate them. Mm. Like I think they're just like so boring. Jay is a two-dimensional bully for a long time <laughs> and then he's a three-dimensional bully and then he's a person okay so well, right now he's a two-dimensional bully who yeah. comes into the room and says watch out better not drop anything next to near dylan because he calls him he calls him homo chuck homo chuck yeah because um their last name is michael chuck oh yeah you don't want to drop anything near homo chuck Got and it. Dylan scares him so bad just by looking at him. Yeah, literally, like, like this J dude sits down, like he owns the room, and then Dylan stands near him, and, it's, yeah. and Jay's like, "Okay, fine, I'll leave." Yeah, because he like wasn't expecting Dylan to, I don't know, not run away and cry. I guess. Yeah, it's like he's never bullied Dylan before. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and Marco admires that mm-hmm. that Dylan can stand up for himself and picks up the book for him. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. only did he not worry about dropping something near oh, homo I don't think I noticed that. He didn't even worry about bending, bending down in over. front of him. Look at that. He's like, mm. I'm not homophobic. In fact, I invite this. <laughs> in <laughs> fact, I'm spreading my cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so next, yeah, Craig um, uh, finds Emma in the hallway and she asks him how it was having snake over, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And Craig is like, and she's like, yeah, sorry, he's got a cold. And Craig is like, yeah, I don't think that that's what he has. He mm-hmm. did indeed pass out at my house. Um, <laughs> and I think this is, and like, here's, we're, we're getting back into some Julia Jeremiah lore here. Mm. I think the heavy implication here is that Craig's mom had cancer. Because oh. I'm like, because I think it's too, like we were saying, it's just too convoluted for them to want to put snake in someone else's home yeah. for him to discover this like why wouldn't emma discover this right or something? right and i think the implication here is that craig knows what to look out for and mm. joey would have known if joey were in town yeah but yeah. since because we don't know how julia jeremiah died um mm. but i think the heavy implication is that she had cancer wow that's a it's a weird thing for them to not directly address that plot point if that's Mm -hmm. the point of all this i do think maybe joey might have said she got sick i'm in maybe that very first episode yeah i think that sounds familiar Mm -hmm. but like for craig to never like for craig to just be like the oracle of cancer and never be like (laughs) because you know i have experience with it right right it's interesting yeah yeah because i I I found that i took issue with that part of the writing in this episodes as Mm -hmm. well where it's like the whole Craig and Ashley being involved in this doesn't need to happen. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I do think it is because Craig's mom had cancer. But yeah, Mm -hmm. for some reason, they're not outright saying it. Yeah. Not knowing that that was possibly in the back of your mind, Mm -hmm. you know, having that nowhere near my mind. I'm like, what is any of this happening for? Right. It's kind of felt like when um, 
when Craig was having his meltdown after his dad died and suddenly mm-hmm. Terry was there right. and we were like, and you were like, what's Terry even doing here? And I was like, oh, you'll understand in a second. And she's yeah. like, yeah, my mom's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, I see. I see. Um, dead mom's club. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, why aren't they better friends? Anyway, I'm, I, they always do this shit. This is the 14 seasons and they'll always have people bond over like one thing and then mm-hmm. they're not friends forever. Yeah. Like, come on. Um, well, that's realistic. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I have a lot of people I've bonded with that I'm not One time, with. yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So then uh, we cut to the outside of the school where Spinner is listening to his headphones, his Walkman, I guess. Um, but then uh, Marco comes out of the school and there's some girls there and he um, is kissing them on the cheek, being all nice to them talking about their weekends just kind of treating women like people and that makes spinner suspicious yeah so the implication is that he sees that marco feels like one of the girls Mm, yeah that's the implication but yeah 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 for sure yeah yeah because um that's weird but yeah spinner is like watching and like is like this seems gay and then <laughs> treating women like people is gay <laughs> yeah it was in in miss hatsalakos's class mm-hmm. um spinner is asking marco while they're looking through microscopes at something that's right that's um right. why he and ellie didn't work out and marco is like uh we just felt more like siblings best friends you know and mm-hmm. Spinner's like, well, why don't we set you up with Hazel? Why don't you get a real girlfriend? And we'll set you up with a girl that you really like. Mm-hmm. And Marco's like, uh, 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 sure. <laughs> <laughs> Spinner's like, why not? It's your uh, your penis. She's vagina. Why mm-hmm. not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Marco's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then we. <laughs> Which I guess like, <laughs> I guess you could think that way in, in 10th grade. But there's and so in 2004. Well, yeah, but I just mean like there's more to uh, get hitting it off with somebody than just th- the two of you being single at once. Yeah, yeah. But also um, Spinner knows that Hazel liked him last that's year. That's true, that's true. So it's kind of like he's doing her a favor yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spinner's always looking out for people. <laughs> Spinner's just, he's a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Spinner will continually... Uh, make shit harder for everyone yeah. every all the time he's the worst um i don't know like yes he's the worst but like he's not the worst character but he's the worst in ev- eventually it becomes lovable how much he's the worst okay uh, well, not right now yeah not right now it's actually pretty uh abhorrent mm-hmm. um um so manny gets snake to help at a cheer auction and snake is like yeah 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 sure and then uh, emma approaches and (laughs) snake goes manny should get into sales (laughs) 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 and emma's like yeah that whore Um, (laughs) 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 but uh she uh, confronts him about what craig brought up to her Mm -hmm. and he gets defensive about it um and he's like hey nothing's wrong so i got dizzy (laughs) i'm not the first guy with a cold to get dizzy and Mm -hmm. emma's like okay and he's like and he's like i'm sorry i just you know it's been a rough week and she's like all right all right and so then he sits down and still makes a doctor's appointment because he he pulls out his ancient antenna phone oh yeah he pulls out his cell phone and then has to like pull out the antenna (laughs) (laughs) and calls his doctor's office to make an appointment and is this what it's like to have um universal health care where they can just get you in that (laughs) afternoon 
It must be. I don't know. Alleged, like, according to the right wing media here, it's uh, impossible to get an appointment. So maybe yeah. this is just a complete fabrication. Yeah. I'm like, uh, every time I try to get an appointment, they are like, um, we're booked for three months. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can either get you in two hours away or tomorrow morning mm-hmm. or six months from now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Just this week, we drove an hour for oh a God. scan that the machine was broken. The machine broke. Uh, um but yeah um <laughs> i also like this antenna phone reminded me like uh, we don't deal with antenna anymore no yeah <laughs> i don't antenna, have anything with an antenna nothing has an antenna i even um get weird when i see cars with like long antennas yeah. now i'm like what the fuck are you doing out <laughs> <laughs> what year is it 1992 yeah <laughs> trim your antenna trim it <laughs> get rid of that thing neuter it <laughs> um so I don't know if this was at the dot. This might have been when before the dot was really the dot and they couldn't decide exactly what it was. But it was the dot because afterward they're behind it. Sorry. The dot is a like a like a regular a, a regular. Yeah, it's a regular okay. set piece for the show. Because Yeah, they do go to an, a, a restaurant next for a double date. Yeah. Um uh, Marco and Hazel. Yeah, Hazel, Marco, J- uh, Spinner, and Paige mm-hmm. are all at the dot. But at this point, the dot is differently laid out than it will ever be again. Mm-hmm. It looks more like a little diner, like with like the the Coke, like the Coke glasses that mm-hmm. they have. Like yeah. it's it's not as much of a cafe as it will end up being. Okay. Um, and I was I didn't realize it's it's interesting doing all this and like doing this rewatch where we're like actually like taking notes and like like actually like really looking at what I'm watching. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, this is allegedly the dot, but it's like a totally different layout on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the dot got new owners at some point. Maybe. And they were like, no, we're French. We're making it to cafe. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, the French ga- Canadian. Oh, and at this, at this restaurant, Marco is telling them about the most bizarre film <laughs> that they, <laughs> that he recently saw about a woman in a coma whose male nurse has the hots for her, mm-hmm. which sounds awful. <laughs> what an absurd thing to be talking about. But they're laughing so hard at this mm-hmm. with like the worst fake actor they laughs. They think it's the funniest they're, thing. It, the actor laughs in this are so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's incredible. Uh, I, generally, I don't have any exceptions. Well, well, no, there's plenty of bad acting, but like this was like, so glaringly yeah they don't know how to laugh <laughs> yeah and also like it's not a funny concept no it's actually pretty scary <laughs> it's, it's horrible it's like yeah begging for a horrible misconduct mm-hmm. um, um what a crazy movie to be talking about mm-hmm. and um then ellie arrives yeah and uh, Marco and Hazel are getting refills for the table mm-hmm. and Ellie can tell that Marco has relapsed into bearding mm-hmm. and he sees, he can tell that she could tell that he has relapsed into bearding and he starts to feel guilty and yeah. shamed and et cetera, et cetera. Like you can see it on his face. There's a lot of weird looks in this episode. So everyone's many just, weird looks. everyone's just like looking at each other. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then we have to do the, the weirdest look of all the, close up on marco where we have to see his soul patch oh yeah his he that i don't understand like do you grow hair there you do yeah yeah but if i shaved below it i would also shave it yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's just like the grossest little patch of hair right under his lip (laughs) and i'm adamo what have you what did you do (laughs) um 
but he decides that he's going to leave early mm-hmm. and he claims it's to help his mom make some pasta sauce because mm-hmm. um, they're so Italian. <laughs> <laughs> they are. And once we meet his parents, it's they don't disappoint. <laughs> they are so Italian. And also, before all this, we like very obviously Ellie comes in, the mood in the whole restaurant shifts. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows it's Ellie. And then after he leaves, <laughs> Hazel's like, Did I do something? Like, no, <laughs> like, Ellie not. did. Yeah. It was Ellie. Obviously. His and like, ex showed up. Exactly. And, like, duh. Like, why wouldn't they just uh, assume that it's because his ex was there and he might still have feelings for her yeah. or something, something? Because they're already deep on the. Uh, uh, Gaylor Marco right. train. <laughs> Spinner and Paige are at least yeah. Hazel's over here, like la la la. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's yeah? Uh, uh, Hazel's over there being a Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, hmm? so we've got well, Spinner is a he's a Gaylor conspiracist, but he like desperately wishes to be a Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or like he's no, a, he's, he's a, one of the people who would be re- listening to all the Gaylor stuff so that he could argue against it. Yeah, um, he he'd be like, okay, no, but Carly Kloss isn't even gay, so why would that make any any sense? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you know that about Carly Kloss, so yeah. you clearly believe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's Spinner. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sorry for any Hitlers listening to this podcast. Sorry, you're fools. Yeah. Then Snake is at the doctor. He's just got some blood work done. And um, the doctor mentions that he might need a biopsy. And Snake is like, oh, what? A biopsy on what? And the doctor's like, um, the thing biopsies are for? Yeah. For cancer? You <laughs> might have leukemia. Mm-hmm. And Snake is like, oh, my God, leukemia. Um, mm-hmm. And then the last scene of the episode is a very iconic scene. Mm-hmm. Season three has some iconic moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is when... Spinner um, follows Marco out of the dot and Marco's like already in tears, crying, mm-hmm. leaving the dot. And Spinner's like, what the fuck? Why would you leave? You just walked out on a date with one of Degrassi's hottest girls for your mom's pasta sauce. And Marco is like, dude, yes. <laughs> and Spinner's like, why? And he's like, keeps grilling him and grilling him. It doesn't and make sense. Him. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Why? Why does it make sense? Because I'm gay. <laughs> and then it's like, oh. and then Spinner's like, what the fuck? And Marco's like, oh God, I can't believe I said that out loud. And Spinner doesn't know how to deal. Mm-hmm. So he just walks away. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we freeze, freeze frame. frame Marco's confused and sad face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's part one. And that's part one. Should we like take a nice little oh, wow, heavy bones, heavy bones, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is a pair of um, pretty heavy episodes. It is. Yeah. Um, we definitely have had some fun episodes in the past, but this one is homophobia and cancer. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely no JT or Toby. Yeah. Which <laughs> like, come on, just like just have JT be like <laughs> cancer. I don't even know her. And then we'd be good, you know? <laughs> That is exactly what JT's <laughs> role would have been in this episode had he been in it. <laughs> uh, JT should have, I think, been the one to shave Snake's head. Oh, that would have been fun. But I don't think that we should have trusted a, a teenager with 
razor with the, with an electric razor near his teacher's head. Yeah, that's true. That that <laughs> happens in part two if you're yeah. listening and you haven't seen this. Um, Which why would you be listening if you haven't seen? <laughs> I don't this? know. People listen to stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all right, so we're ready to take on part two. We it's time. Okay, it's the only logical part two next is step. is really rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's really rough. It's a tough episode. It's very tough to get through. It's um, uh, yeah. All the worst ways this could go is how it goes. Not all of them, mm. but almost. Yeah, no, that's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, so we open up the second uh, episode, Pride Part 2, with Marco approaching Spinner outside of school. Um, and he asks him if he's told anybody about the thing. And Spinner is an asshole about it. <laughs> about what? Oh, tell anybody about what? You got to say it louder. Uh, I can't read your mind, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember ever speaking to you before. Ugh. Such an asshole. Yeah. And Marco, he makes Marco say it out loud mm-hmm. that he's like, the thing when I said I'm gay. And Spinner's like, oh, that? I don't know. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. And then he walks away. And it's like, why are you an asshole? <laughs> what is the point of that behavior? It makes yeah. no sense. It's, I think it's like, I think if I were to like psychoanalyze Spinner in these episodes, yeah. he feels somehow betrayed yeah, by his sure friendship that. with Marco. And mm-hmm. so it's like, because it's like, yeah, you can, like, homophobia is one thing. But to be such a jerk to your who, someone who you claim is your friend, yeah. it's like, I guess I, it has to be that there's, like, the betrayal aspect mm-hmm. or some sort of, like, it's just he's so confused that now he's angry at Marco for confusing him even further. Mm-hmm. That he thinks that all gay people are people he couldn't like. Right. And now he's like being forced to admit that somebody he does want around him is gay. Mm-hmm. So he's like angry at that. And so he's lashing out at Marco or whatever. But it's still just like, how can you be such an asshole? Yeah. Um, so Craig and Jimmy, after the opening credits and stuff, mm-hmm. Craig and Jimmy are talking about um, a secret. And Marco and Ellie are like, uh oh, because. Marco told Ellie that Sp- that he told Spinner. Right. So they're both like on the edge of their seat waiting for the the uh the other what is the phrase? The other shooter drop. The other shooter drop for mm-hmm. um Spinner to have told people. And or so, as they'd say it in Gaylor, uh, the other hairpin to drop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and um <laughs> so they hear they overhear Craig and Jimmy talking about some secret and they're like, Oh god, a secret and Marco's like, What secret? Ha 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 and Craig and Jimmy are like, All right, should we tell him? Yeah, Spinner's planning a party for Paige for her 16th birthday, uh, <laughs> but it's top secret. And Marco's like, oh, my God, of course. And he, like, hugs them. And they're like, what, <laughs> what? is going on? Marco, you're crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're being weird. <laughs> and uh, so then we go to Snake, who is still trying to work, and mm-hmm. he's in denial about have about possibly having cancer yeah. and emma is like trying to be super nice to him trying to be super optimistic and snake is like yeah i mean i don't have cancer yet so we <laughs> we we don't have to mourn me just yet um, and then he looks at a picture of jack and he's like well i could look like jack someday because jack is bald yeah he's a baby mm-hmm. he's like i'm gonna be bald 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 and that was <laughs> my exact attitude yeah as soon as i was diagnosed i was like wow that was so like that is so real. And yeah. I didn't, I was, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, oh, wow. Cause that was my exact attitude. I was like, as soon as they told me, I was like, well, 
I have always wanted to shave my head. So like, I guess, <laughs> I guess that's where we're at now. That is true. I'm sure we've talked about this on the pod before, but like for months leading up to cancer, you were yeah. talking about shaving your head. Yeah. For months. It's crazy. It's insane. And I yeah. do really enjoy being, uh, being bald. Yeah. You look um, good. So hopefully maybe I'll look even better when it's bald by choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then uh, Dylan is making sure that the guys are going to come to his hockey game and mm-hmm. the guys are so excited. Craig and Jimmy are like, yeah, boys night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, they're like, yeah, me, you, uh, Spinner, Marco. And Marco's like, or, and Spinner's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Marco's coming? Marco can't come. He drops a hard F slur. He, he drops a hard F slur. Um, what, what, in what context did he say that? He said uh, something like... He calls Jimmy that. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're so excited for Marco to come or something like that. You're, yeah, yeah. You're, what are you, some sort of F-slur? Yeah, exactly. And then they're like, what is wrong with you, dude? You're being weird. And they say, like, we want Marco to come. And, and Spinner is like, oh, Marco can't come. He's doing some gay artsy shit with Ellie. Or yeah. Can't say shit, but you know. Yeah. He's doing some gay artsy thing with Ellie. And they're like, but Marco and Ellie are broken up. And Spinner's like, all right. <laughs> right like they were dating that's fucking funny and then he yeah. walks off and they're yeah. like he's being so odd <laughs> and they go to gym class where they're about to play volleyball and um Mar- and craig and jimmy are like dude so you can't come tonight i thought you what, what is up with you bailing mm-hmm. and marco's like i didn't bail and he looks at spinner and it turns out spinner just uninvited him yeah uh on his own mm-hmm. which was shitty yeah real shit show move mm-hmm. from spinhead mm-hmm and <laughs> so the guys split up on the volleyball court and I have spinner spikes on Marco homophobically. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. Uh, the, the rules of this volleyball game are you have to do a full bump set spike mm-hmm. to get the ball over the net. But every time a ball comes near spinner, he just spikes it directly into Marco. Yeah. Who doesn't know how to do a bump, apparently. No, no. And it's key, and it all just keeps like it's like volleyball. It's raining down on Marco's head. And yeah. And like, look, I, I know that like absolutely spinners in the wrong here but also marco learn to dig a ball out you know (laughs) (laughs) well it's gym you're never gonna make the volleyball team if you don't learn to dig it's gym class you're small you're not gonna be a spiker (laughs) you're gonna need to be a a digger it's gym class it's the first day of volleyball (laughs) give him a break (laughs) i loved playing volleyball in gym class it was always fun Mm -hmm. you seem like you would have been a volleyball player really Mm -hmm. you give volleyball vibes thank you um i did play in college intramurally oh but not uh, ever organized. You know, there wasn't a men's volleyball team at my school. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, we had a boys volleyball team at my mm-hmm. high school. Um, but yeah, I really liked I really liked playing volleyball in, in oh, yeah, gym. Yeah, boys. That's what I meant. <laughs> no, we have men's teams in high school. <laughs> we invite 20-somethings to play for high school. Um, <laughs> it's a really sick situation. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and Marco is like on the floor at the end, and Mr. Armstrong, Coach Armstrong, is like, "Spinner, go fucking take a lap or something," because you seem to be. Yeah, he sends him to the locker room. Yeah, and so Spinner sp- showers. Yeah, and so Spinner leaves, and Marco calls after him, and is like, "Well, uh, uh, good thing good you thing. spike like a girl. Good thing Spinner spikes like a girl, mm-hmm. and so you know." Uh, toxic masculinity abets toxic masculinity. Exactly. Um, the only way to fight a toxic man is to be the toxic man yourself. Yeah. The only <laughs> good guy with a, the only way to stop a bad guy with toxic masculinity is a good guy with toxic masculinity. Yeah. Honestly, though, I am surprised that we didn't get any, um, any backpedaling from Marco in this episode. Like mm. him, like 
um, calling Dylan the F slur or anything. Yeah. Like I half expected that. I'm trying to think if there's any. I think there is a character who will end up being like that later on in the series. Mm. Um, but the fact that Marco is so like he's so sensitive about it, mm-hmm. even when he's trying to hide it, um, yeah. and he doesn't he doesn't pivot the other way. I find interesting. I think he's also just not a character that lashes out in that way. No. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> this is a little bit in- inappropriate since he is a gay person, oh, but God. he's kind of a pussy. Like uh, <laughs> no, yeah, and it's not. This is not to say that all gay men are pussies. No, absolutely not. But, but this is, one though. is. <laughs> yeah. That's like, and I don't really use that. I like I don't I'm not defending myself mm-hmm. su- super hard or anything here, but I don't generally use that word as a descriptive phrase. But mm-hmm. it applies to Marco. Yeah, and you do know that pussy is short for pusillanimous or pusillanimous or whatever. I, it has its own connotations now, so yeah. that doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I still don't feel comfortable using it to describe somebody in a negative way. But, right. Um, but it certainly applies to Marco. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so at the cheer auction. Um, they're not, Snake is not getting that much money. <laughs> and Manny's like, Mrs. Hatsalakos has already hit $250. And you look over and it's just a bunch of teenage boys. And she's like, yeah, if you keep giving me money, I'll take us all to the, what was it? Like observatory science, science, science center. center. And I'm like, oh yeah. yeah a day at the science center with Miss Hatsalakos. <laughs> they, you can have my whole bank account. Yeah, those boys were throwing their money at this opportunity, mm-hmm. and Snake doesn't have titties, so he is not raking in as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he decides that he decides to tell the whole school that if he if they re- raise two hundred fifty dollars um, under his under his auction or whatever mm-hmm. his part of it, um, that he will shave his head right there in the foyer foyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone is really interested in that. And so. Yeah. Um, Whoa, a bald teacher? Yeah. I think it's more of the embarrassment of getting to watch the teacher get his yeah, head yeah, shaved. Yeah, absolutely. And it is, it is uh, real, like, Snake getting ahead of it is smart. It's kind of yeah. like, th- this scene is definitely him being like, well, I do have cancer, so I might yeah. as well use it. Yeah. Uh, like, pretty clearly getting over the denial right yeah here, yeah nice it good is. for him and yeah it was really you can see it in his face he's like well this is what it's gonna be mm-hmm. um and so in the bathroom spinner <laughs> spinner does what me and daniel have talked about this scene a lot on mm. the pod um because in daniel's brain it's always red spray paint on lockers that mm. Spinner does this because Daniel, oh. being a gay person, mm-hmm. saw it as a child and went, I see a slur. This is the worst thing ever. And then his brain over time oh, wow. inflated so it into something crazy. Yeah. And I'm and every single time he brings it up, I have to remind him, no, it was just a tiny Sharpie in the middle of some grout in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And Daniel's like, oh, yeah, huh? <laughs> but wow. this... this um. This graffiti moment that Spinner does is so it's like since it is so little and so like I'm, it's right over one of the urinals though, so like every dude's yes. gonna see it. No, 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 certainly, yeah. certainly. It's it's so it just seems so like like Spinner's like quietly screaming. Yeah, yeah. And I've always I agree with found that. that an interesting choice. It's not like he would because like he's still so conflicted about this mm-hmm. he's it's he wouldn't do it on lockers right he right. doesn't he doesn't want it to be like a spectacle he, right he wants it to he, be he needs hurtful. an outlet but he's not mm-hmm. like 
going to, you know, like get a group of guys together and beat up gay people in right. a park or something. Exactly. Yeah. But he does need an outlet to be mm-hmm. hateful. Yes. And um, what he does is he writes Marco is an F-slur on in the between the grout right over a urinal in the boys bathroom. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, uh, when they aired this in the States, um, they had to film a separate shot that just says Marco is gay mm-hmm. or um, either they filmed a separate shot or they like photoshopped it or something. Yeah. Because yeah, you can't says, F-slur on Yeah, all the F-slurs American in this episode TV. are not non-existent yeah. in, in, on the episodes that aired in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the streaming, all the ones on streaming are the original Canadian ones. So mm-hmm. we don't get to see them. Um, but yeah, so I didn't, when I first saw this, I never I never saw the F-slur. Good. And then uh, when I watched it afterward, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah, it's this is a, a jarring blast from the past, yeah. this episode. Yeah. Like in so many ways. It's like, oh shit, right. Yeah. <laughs> we have made progress. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Cause so like it people aren't don't just say it like they used to. No. Um, it is something that is jarring now, uh, yeah. to hear. Um but so he writes it and Jimmy is like, What the fuck? Like, why would you write that? And Spinner's like, Well, because it's true. And Jimmy is like, So what? if it's true mm-hmm. and he's like what are you going to do next write something about me being black and spinner's like we can we get a mirror shot of spinner looking at himself in the mirror like am i as bad as a racist <laughs> <laughs> wait is hating people for one thing the same as hating people for, for another, another thing? <laughs> yeah. oh wait hate is always wrong oh um, or maybe he's looking in the mirror like do i hate black people <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, I haven't been the best friend to Jimmy. (laughs) Was the whole iPod thing racist? (laughs) (laughs) Should I be writing a slur about black people on the wall? (laughs) But um, So then we go to Ellie and Marco where Ellie's like, don't bitch out from going to the game, dude. Mm. Like, it's just Spinner. Go. And I know that you like Dylan. Just go to the game. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy doesn't hear any of this, but he still shows up and makes sure that Marco knows that he's welcome. Yeah. On at Boys Night. Which is great. Because it feels like it feels like Jimmy went right from the bathroom to the locker to be yeah. like, Hey, Marco, are you okay? You know? Yeah. Like, good listen. I like to make fun of Jimmy's character for being Drake a lot. Yeah. But in this moment, Jimmy's character's a hero. Unfortunate. Yeah, it is really unfortunate, especially considering this fucking week. With all the yeah. bullshit that Drake has done. Yeah. Um, Drake, bad. Jimmy, Drake, good. bad. Jimmy, great. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it does suck that Jimmy has to be Drake in this year of our, in the year of our Lord 2022, mm-hmm. looking back. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, like Jimmy as a character is pretty consistently a really good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's unfortunate yeah. that Drake is uh child groomer and also a shitty shitty man yeah this episode is about homophobia not massage noir or grooming right so (laughs) we'll leave those topics to another day yes yes (laughs) um so fuck drake fuck drake um uh so at the dot 
um, they're pre-gaming for Boys Night, <laughs> I'm sure, with like sodas. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Also, we didn't talk about this earlier, but the last time they were in the dot, they were like, another round of drinks? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, Marco oh. goes, I'm a little dry. <laughs> Do we want yeah, it? I'm a little dry. Which get? Oh, yeah, that line came right after like Hazel was like, we should go to a movie together. And he's like, ooh, I just dried up. Um, <laughs> My butthole dry as the Sahara. The idea of going to a movie with you made me realize I'm totally dry. <laughs> uh, let's get another round of drinks. Yeah. I'm buying. Because <laughs> I need this right now. Yeah. 15-year-olds <laughs> treating soda like alcohol will always be one of my favorite things. It is fun. Um, but, but yeah, back to the present. Yes. Spinner and... Um, all the guys are at boys night and Paige shows up and they're like, Hey, I thought this was boys night. <laughs> Paige is like, for you, it is for me. It's watching Dylan play hockey for the umpteenth time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm here and they're like, Oh boy. And so Jimmy and Craig go and get some drinks, um, leaving Spinner and Paige to talk. Mm-hmm. And she is like, at this point, pretty done with Spinner's blatant homophobia. Mm-hmm. And that this is the scene where she's like, I, you're going to have to learn to deal. And he's like, no, I don't actually. And she's like, I learned to deal with Dylan. And he's like, yeah, but that's like your family. That's your brother. You had to. I don't have to with Marco. And she's like, what is wrong with you? She <laughs> says, yeah, you do. Yeah. She's like, yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to, she doesn't say this, but it's like, you're going to be at school with this boy for the next two years. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's my friend. So yeah, fuck off. And also like, you're dating me, so you're gonna have to yeah. deal with my brother as well. You're gonna have to deal with the fact that exactly. gay people exist, dude. Exactly. Fucking stop. <laughs> yeah, and somehow Spinner still doesn't get it. Yeah. Um, so we go to the Nelson Simpson residence where mm-hmm. Joey and Sydney have just dropped off um, dinner for Snake. I think it was like salmon. Yeah, it was high in fish oil, which is good for for his immune system immune, because yeah. Sydney is annoying (laughs) and she like i I think i'm always annoyed by sydney but she's just like she's that like it's not like she's a bad person Mm -mm. but she's like she's that person like she's that lady you know she's the one who's like oh um this is what's best for you like oh are Mm -hmm. you like she would be telling snake to not eat sugar while he has cancer yeah yeah absolutely so they're dropping off dinner for snake and he shows up and he can barely walk because because he his biopsy was taken from his pelvic bone. <laughs> and he says, they did it through my, they had to take from my pelvic bone. So I'm not going to get hemorrhoids for a long time. Yeah. Implying that they like went in through, through the, butt the butthole and like cleaned the butthole. Like they, they like, <laughs> they took like sandpaper and, and went, <laughs> shaved down, shaved down any, any possible hemorrhoids yeah. in his butthole. <laughs> they do biopsies of the pelvic bone Me but neither. i can't imagine that the way in is like full-on like stick a hand in the butthole that no. doesn't make any <laughs> sense when they did my biopsy it was a big gun like a needle gun mm-hmm. and it was like because i was like i in my brain i was picturing like a big cartoon needle mm-hmm. like that they would suck out the cancer from my tumor and then be like yep that's cancer <laughs> um but i was like this can't be right right um but it turned out to be like a big chunky like contraption like it looks kind of like one of those um pens with all the different kinds of ink mm-hmm. it's like it was you know so like it's a yeah the pen. huge c- cylinder with the different little clickers yeah it looked like one of those but with one singular like needle sticking mm-hmm. out of it and then you push a button and it just like and it just like goes 
and then it it had cells mm-hmm. from my tumor and then it was so quick yeah it was insane um but but yeah i mean that's yeah that's not how a, a bone marrow biopsy would work no I guess. no but no like yeah but yeah but still i I don't know. I guess maybe maybe they do go in through the maybe butthole. Maybe they go in through the butthole. We should. Did you ask them if they could go in through the butthole for no, years? No, I didn't. Oh. I <laughs> I would have preferred what I got actually. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> then um, we see Marco. It's nighttime. He's on his phone, letting the guys know that he got off at the wrong stop um, to get to the game. Mm-hmm. And he ends up in an area of town that is called Boys Town, mm-hmm. which. Uh, I don't know if like do a lot of places like I know like we have like WeHo and like so I'm assuming that there are like certain streets or certain like parts of cities Mm -hmm. that will have places that gay people will frequent. Yeah, for sure. And Boys Town Toronto is a thing. Okay. Um, And also Boys Town Chicago is a thing. So, okay. Um, So that's what they're calling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this is set in Toronto, so it makes sense that yeah, yeah it'd be Boys Town, Toronto. Yeah. But uh first he's like walking by a gay bar and he's like, Oh, interesting. I haven't thought about what these this could be. And then yeah. he uh keeps walking into a park. Yeah. He gets like he's walking through Boys Town and is like intrigued and confused and a little scared. Yeah. Because he's like, Oh, intrigue, but also I've never been around this many out gay people. Mm-hmm. Like what is this what is life like when you are comfortable Mm -hmm. in your identity um Mm -hmm. and he stumbles into a park where a group of men um a group of two-dimensional homophobes see him and are like oh um trying to get to trying to get and he's like they're like asking where he's going harassing him and he's like i'm trying to go to a hockey game and they're like going to a hockey game from boys town Mm, you sound gay (laughs) and marco's like um 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 and he's trying to get away from them but they are like crowding him. Yeah, there's so like six of them. It's we, crazy. Yeah, it's uh, too many men. <laughs> and we go back to... Which is a penalty in hockey. Too many men? Yeah, too many men. <laughs> too many men in the park is a different thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we go to the rink where Jimmy um, is wondering where Marco is and Spinner couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jimmy calls Marco. And while Marco is still being harassed by those men, his phone rings and they're like, oh, go ahead. It's your boyfriend. It's your boyfriend. Answer, Answer it. it. Answer yeah, it, buddy. It's your boyfriend. You better pick up. Yeah. And so this is the voice of a bully. <laughs> and so Marco tries to call for help. Like he answers it and is like, please help me. Um, and the guys take his phone and break it mm-hmm. on the ground. And that's when you know, oh, this is going to get violent. Yeah, he does say that he gets out the fact that he's in the park. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so Jimmy hears that. But then we're like, oh, shit, this yeah. is going to be bad. And it is. It's, it's, it's very it's bad. These are adult men. Beating up a child. Presumably adults. Like, they seem pretty old. Definitely um, adults, I would say. These are adult men throwing Marco on the ground, beating him up, kicking him, punching him. Mm-hmm. Just, like, it's a, it's a, and it's multiple of them. Um, it's terrible. It's terrible. Um, he's, you know, crying on the ground, mm-hmm. just taking it because there's nothing else he can do. Yeah. And then he's so outnumbered, extremely fortunately, police come by because like, honestly, if the police didn't come by, he could be dead, dead. Yeah. yeah. The police show up and um, the guys run off mm-hmm. and the cop, the female cop is like consoling him mm-hmm. um, and l- 
a few moments later, Jimmy arrives and is like, whoa, what's going on? Um, he assures the cop that he's a friend and um, he sees that Marco is pretty beat up mm-hmm. and Marco breaks down at Jimmy mm-hmm. and like gives him a big old hug. And Jimmy's like, it's okay. You're going to be okay. I'm here. I'm, I'm here. not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's really you know, sweet. It's really sweet. I wrote down, maybe Drake is a good guy. <laughs> 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 but of course, Drake is not. Jimmy is. So then we go to school the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, um, they announced that Snake is going to shave his head. Mm-hmm. Um, he raised enough money. He raised enough money. And mm-hmm. Paige and Emma are watching this announcement together. And Paige <laughs> says... Wow, Emma, at least somebody in your family has a sense of humor. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just one what? good one good page dig just <laughs> once th- for the episode and one good jab at Emma for the episode. Like, Emma hasn't done anything to us in three episodes and we're just going to be, be terrible to her. And I didn't, I so didn't realize that was just Paige being mean to Emma out of the blue. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like a... Like you should be having more fun with your dad's cancer joke. Oh, I was no, like, whoa. No. But yeah, then I realized no one knows. in hindsight that nobody knows yet. But yeah. I'm like, shit. <laughs> so funny. Why um, can't you laugh about cancer, Paige? Yeah. Or Emma? I mean, God. Um <laughs> So Mar- Marco, so then in a tr- in a tracking shot from Paige to Marco, Marco is walking and Ellie is following him and he's trying mm-hmm. to convince her that he got jumped for his shoes mm-hmm. and she's like i don't believe that for a second mm-hmm. and she's like your shoes suck i don't believe <laughs> for yeah. a second you were wearing kanye shoes they, they're ugly you're wearing hell. yeezys what are nobody, how, why would anyone jump you for nobody those? wants yeezys they're ugly ass <laughs> shoes and he's terrible <laughs> we're just i don't mean to be just bringing up all the problematic black men i'm sorry but rappers <laughs> problematic rappers yes yes <laughs> but um i was gonna get into Kyrie irving too but we don't need to we don't need to yeah and he's trying to convince her that he got jumped for his shoes and she's like i don't believe you Mm -hmm. um and he's like look we're just gonna drop it okay ellie i'm not gay i'm not straight i'm not anything i'm just gonna not be anything um which is just deciding to be in the closet yeah yeah and she's like she's she's she doesn't like that no um and Dylan also sees Marco and he's like, hey, uh, he heard about what happened, right? He heard about like what happened. Like, he's like, hey, geez, they really did a number him. on you. Mm-hmm. And Marco tries to stay away from him. And that's when I was starting to think, like, it's interesting that Marco's not doubling down and, like, yeah. um, being homophobic at Dylan to try and, you know, guard himself. Yeah, that was definitely the opportunity for him to lash mm-hmm. out. And he was so sweet about it still. He was like, hey, just stay away from me, okay? Yeah. Um, and he leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I, I'm, I'm sure Dylan is like, oh wow, he's not ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's sad. Yeah. Um, but then we go back. We go to the foyer, and everyone's chanting, "Shave that snake!" <laughs> Which, guys, <laughs> if I were a high school teacher, I would not want a group of teenagers <laughs> chanting, "Shave that snake!" at me. That sounds. Like, because the way I maintain my pubic hair <laughs> is my choice. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, um, <laughs> why didn't anyone uh, change the chant? <laughs> and he doesn't know who is going to shave his head. Um, and it is revealed to be 
the love of my life, Sheila the Lunch Lady, mm-hmm. with a pair of garden shears, um, <laughs> comically large scissors, as a joke. Um, mm-hmm. And she does like a whole little bit where she talks about how she used to grill, she used to fillet fish mm-hmm. um, on like a cruise ship or something. <laughs> I think it was like a like a fishing boat. On a fishing yeah. boat, and then she goes, "Hands steady as a surgeon, but they're obviously shaking." <laughs> yeah. um, and then she shaves his head with a with a shaver. With a shaver, not with the <laughs> not with the garden shears. Really um, disappointing. <laughs> I wanted really to see her try to cut his hair with the shears. Yeah. At um, least get a little off the top with the shears. Yeah. Give us a show. <laughs> but Emma's <laughs> watching and she doesn't like this. Mm-mm. She's like, I'm sad. My stepdad has cancer mm-hmm. uh, or probably has cancer. <laughs> and, and Manny's like, oh, you look sad. What did I do now? <laughs> yeah. She's like, What did I do to offend you this time? Em? <laughs> and it's funny because it's like, Literally last episode, or I guess, or I guess two episodes ago. Yeah. Um, since this was a two-parter, mm-hmm. we only spent two episodes with Emma and Manny fighting, and yeah. now they're already back to being friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, because yeah, Manny walks up and she's like, "What did I do to offend you this time?" And Emma's like, "Believe it or not, you and your whorish ways did not <laughs> um do anything." Snake, she says, "Things aren't great at home." Um, and Manny's like clearly concerned. She's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, is it the baby? Is it?" Are your parents fighting? And Emma's like, Snake is sick and it could be bad. Mm-hmm. And Manny's like, oh, well, no, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. And she's mm-hmm. like consoling her and it's really sweet. Yeah. And they're friends again. Man- <laughs> Manny has never been bad. Manny has never done anything wrong in her mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> she's about to do some wrong things. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, and I actually think it's pretty soon oh because they mentioned Paige's birthday party and i think that's when all the shit starts um foreshadowing i know this season's really good with that like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of little like peppered in things here and there Mm. that are kind of like oh that's something that will show up soon oh wow so like yeah Paige's birthday party is a thing that something will yeah 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. it's exciting um (laughs) let me go out to the basketball court yes um, where Jimmy's hooping a tup. Mm-hmm. And um, they're playing 21 or something like that. Yeah. And, um, and Which has completely different rules than I ever played with 21. Mm-hmm. But I think they're playing horse. My, okay. That's my understanding maybe of what was happening. Maybe horse is Canadian 21. Yeah, maybe. Like, 21 In is Canada, Canadian it's horse. Twi- yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Spinner um, claims... Wait. Oh, yeah. Um, Spinner... Spinner starts making fun of Marco getting hate crimed like yes. an asshole. Yeah. And Jimmy is like, you didn't see him, dude. Like he was broken. Mm-hmm. And Spinner's like, no, if he had walked to the game with us instead of um, taking the gay little bus. <laughs> then <laughs> 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 nobody would have tried to steal his shoes. And he would have been mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. This was his fault. Mm-hmm. He's like, Which this is... was his fault, not mine. Yeah. And surprisingly, Jimmy doesn't go. No one ever said it was your fault. Yeah. So that just shows that Spinner is feeling some sort of guilt. Yeah. About I can't what imagine happened to why Marco. he's feeing guilty. Is it because he like treated his friend like shit? Yeah. Tried not to get him to come to the game. Yeah. So he didn't probably didn't Openly feel like was he was homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> so he episode. probably didn't feel like he could walk with them to the game without Spinner being an asshole to him. Yeah. Yeah. I think Marco's um, reasoning for not coming for food was literally because Spinner plus pizza is a bad idea. Yeah. Well, that's because Spinner's going to fart all over the place. That's the joke, but also yeah. it's because he doesn't want to be around Spinner. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, Spinner's clearly feeling Is some Spinner sort of lactose guilt. intolerant? Yes, that's oh. the gag. Spinner, because oh. remember he was eating the the spray cheese. Oh um, yeah, yeah, in yeah. The, the 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 stealing the car episode, right, and he was right. farting all over the place, and right, right, then he right. was eating. And then now they're mentioning pizza. Well, and you know, I guess Spinner place. is a sympathetic character after all. <laughs> he can't he can't digest <laughs> dairy. Neither can we. <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. So Snake finds out that he has cancer on the steps of Degrassi. Mm-hmm. Um, and Emma is crying because she's scared. And oh yeah, he gets a phone call immediately after his head is shaved. Yeah, which and is he ignores incredible it. timing. Yeah, but then he calls back now. Mm-hmm. And um, Emma's scared and she's crying. And Sp- mm-hmm. Snake is like, "Please don't cry." <laughs> There's nothing to cry about yet. Yeah, and Emma's like, "But I'm like, you have cancer. Like, how can you be okay?" And how can you still be making jokes? Yeah, and he's like, "Because I have to be like this." I, and he promises that he's going to beat it for her and for her mom and for Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really sad. And I cried a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I've uh, never related to a moment in the show so much. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I, and it's, ugh, I hate that I relate to it, but yeah, but yeah. we're going to, I'm going to have to do this twice more <laughs> mm. if, if we ever get to season seven yeah there's more cancer oh there's yeah remember i told you i told yeah, you which you characters get cancer you did, yeah. um so yeah it's but this one was very it did hit really close to home mm-hmm. um i've never been much of an i'm i'm a fighter i'll i'll beat this no but i think the you were more the emma and i was more the spike even though you were the one with cancer snake. So, yeah. Uh, yeah snake no i was be, I was the one who kicked you out of the house for having a sneeze <laughs> to protect. We don't even have a, a baby at home. <laughs> just, just like, don't get me sick. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, you know. Yeah, certainly. Our roles were slightly reversed, even though you were the one with cancer. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's it, it's that feeling of like, it's, I don't know, it's just kind of like that feeling of being like, it, it feels, not hope, hopeless is the wrong word, but it's like, um, when people talk about cancer Mm -hmm. in the sense of like, well, you're going to beat it. You're going to fight it. It's like, I don't have a choice. Like, yeah, (laughs) I it's and fighting it isn't, I'm not doing anything. Right. It's not like you're going to the gym and beating up. Right. Medicine is doing everything. I'm just having to fight the medicine, um, to, to, you know, feel like a person and also fight the, the depression. Yeah. which right. I think you've gotten really, really good at. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Like, I still at this point, like, nothing, like, I'm still nowhere near as depressed as I was in my darkest days way before I had cancer, way before even the pandemic. My darkest days were way back then, and I still feel nowhere near there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm starting to get there a little bit, though, with all the financial problems I'm having. But Well, <laughs> yeah, that's... The other part of this <laughs> universal healthcare system that they've got up there that would have been nice. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but we will figure that out. Yeah. Um, so then Jay comes back <laughs> and he approaches Marco in the bathroom and he says, um, hey, I always knew you and um, Dylan, Michael, Chuck were meant to be or whatever. And Marco's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? And Jay directs him to Spinner's lovely work of graffiti on the wall. Mm-hmm. And like magic spinner walks in (laughs) and marco's like what the fuck like you so you didn't tell anyone really you just told every boy in school over the urinal Mm -hmm. um and spinner's like well i don't understand why you have to be like this like 
like you're choosing this and Marco's like no I'm not and Spinner's like just stop being gay <laughs> and Marco's like and then he admits to him that even strangers know even like it's not about whether or not he's kissing a man or mm-hmm. actively liking a boy it is that he has really bad gay face and yeah. they those strangers even knew that he was yeah. gay just from looking at him. Um, he was choosing to wear a fedora. He was choosing but, to wear a fedora and a but that really is, weird but, outfit. But like, regardless of whether he is straight passing or not, like yeah. the whole concept of choosing not to be gay, obviously is bullshit. Is bullshit. Obviously. But he is certainly not straight. Passing. And I do. I've always found this moment, that moment really interesting. Cause it's like, obviously it's problematic to assume somebody somebody's sexuality based on just like who how they are right Mm -hmm. yeah um though you know there are gay uh uh uh, dog whistles is the wrong word um but like things that there are things that the lgbtq plus community does to make themselves visible to each other yeah um marco doesn't partake in those consciously but um, he certainly partakes in them. But which he's is interesting. But consciously. Right. No. Yeah. But but like. <laughs> but what's so interesting about it, I think, is like, he is drawn to all of the things that would indicate to other mm-hmm. gay people that he is gay, yeah. and those are the choices that he makes. Um, mm-hmm. But he has no idea why. Yeah. Yeah. It's and that's yeah. and that's the thing that tips off the the homophobes. The homophobes, yeah. the homophobes in the park, and it's because it's such an. It's. I think it's just such a a nuanced line i guess because it's like you know it is weird to to just assume someone's sexuality based on mm, their appearance absolutely but at the same time there is something that like you can feel somebody's i you can feel somebody's soul sometimes yeah, yeah. and you just you know who they are and like we started this episode joking about him uh obviously being gay right wearing capris. <laughs> exactly but like <laughs> But it's, it's <laughs> but at the same time, like obviously anyone can wear capris. We know that exactly. But he <laughs> is clearly a gay person the whole time as well. Yeah, and you just know that. Like, mm-hmm. um, I it was the first scene that he was in that somehow it like one mm-hmm. of I think I made and a you joke made a joke about him, about him being gay, yeah, and I, I was I like, hmm? yeah, and cr- crazy. Cr- I don't know if I told you this. Adamo you, didn't know he was right, gay. Right. Somehow. Yeah. Throughout all of this. The casting department definitely did. Yes. <laughs> but he did. <laughs> the casting department was like, mm-hmm, gay. <laughs> Crazy though, Jake Epstein, I don't know if he auditioned for Marco, but oh. he did say that he auditioned with Marco's sides, which is interesting. Mm. And they don't, um, their casting process for Degrassi is very interesting. They have placeholder names for the characters. Mm-hmm. And then when the kids come in and audition for them, they then change the name to the to fit the character. That's great. Um, so yeah, it the character probably wasn't named Marco when mm-hmm. um, when they auditioned him, and then they would then change his name to Marco once Adamo Ruggiero auditioned. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I feel like it, like this territory of conversation with with like gay passing or like uh, assuming people are gay, where like like weirdly i feel like we're on a line mm-hmm. where like maybe some of what we've said has been like unconsciously in a, uh, uh, like homophobic in some way where i don't think that's true but i'm like um it's interesting how much times have changed where mm-hmm. the conversation around this episode is the kind of thing that like 
is maybe not okay, whereas the things they're doing in that episode at the time were maybe not okay and clearly are totally not okay now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the cultural shift is now you cannot do that and even the, and like the way you talk about it has to be right. Mm-hmm. Whereas before it was like, um, you know, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure that that made that much sense. Maybe no, 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 no. <laughs> it, made, it, made, it made some sense. I understand it. <laughs> Um, yeah yeah you're calling me homophobic no 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 just like (laughs) like yeah no anybody listening to this episode knows our hearts and knows where we're coming Mm -hmm. from and i think we're 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 good and i don't think anything we said is like actually uh hateful in any way right but i just mean like to talk about issues like this is where you tiptoe instead of Right. Actually, like people don't tiptoe around the F slur. People just don't say it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and now you tiptoe around how you talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really. Yeah. It, it's it's re- progress. It's so interesting to see to f- to feel even how different um, how different approaching issues like this is now versus twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure twenty years ago, I was six seven. I didn't even know what gay people were, mm-hmm. and most six seven year olds now at least know. They've at yeah. least been exposed in some way, yeah. uh, rather, whether their parents or adults in their lives are supportive or not is a different story. Yeah. But yeah. they at least know that they exist. Um, yeah. uh, my mom had one gay friend when I was a kid, but I think they were more they were closer when I got a little bit older. His name was mm. Pharaoh. He was a very tall, black gay man. And my dad, who is homophobic, um, was like he didn't like the fact that my mom was hanging out with a man. My mom was mm. like, "He's gay," and my dad was like, "I don't care." <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. Um, it was weird. But uh, so I also like the that kind of thing uh, upsets me because it's like just trust, regardless of who, yeah, who your partner's hanging out with, that they're not. Gene- it's ridiculous. Yeah. My, my I don't mean your parents upset me. I mean that concept no general. yeah yeah it's ridiculous people <laughs> are crazy if people in relationships are crazy mm-hmm. the amount of tiktoks that i see of crazy jealous girlfriends yeah. being like my 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 boyfriend isn't allowed to talk to a girl mm-hmm. or like like there was like that one trend of being like bitch if you're drunk at a bar don't expect my boyfriend to get you into your cab safely like mm-hmm. blah, blah and i'm like i would want my boyfriend to be a good person mm-hmm. and look out for women when I'm not there. Like what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. So many women just don't trust the men in their lives. Yeah. Um, and men don't trust the women in their lives or men don't trust the men in, in their women's lives either. Yeah. Um, and it's fucking weird. Well, it's strange to hear you say that because you do have this rule where I'm not allowed out of the apartment if you're not around. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's different. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but uh, so Marco tells Spinner that even strangers know that he's gay. They can just feel it. And he mm-hmm. compares Spinner to those guys. And Spinner's like, you can't compare me to those guys that hate that, um, that gay bashed you. Mm-hmm. And Marco's like, really? Because <laughs> that shit starts in their high school bathrooms, basically. Mm-hmm. And he walks off, leaving Spinner introspectively examining himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spinner's got a lot to learn from that mirror in that bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that, that's our freeze frame. And that's yeah. the episode. 
Um, yeah. And we left that feeling a little emotionally exhausted. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because it was very sad. And it yeah. was, like you said, like a like a, a, bla- a, a really punch in the face blast from the past. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like it's it's a combination of the homophobia stuff being like so awful and overt mm-hmm. and uh, a reminder of how archaic the world was just 20 years ago. Yeah. And then the cancer thing that we just went through. Yeah. Like being kind of like a, a reminder of that as well. Yeah. It's a rough episode. It was very rough. Very, ru- very rough. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah. Um, how'd you feel about it? I know you had problems with some of the writing. I did have problems with some of the writing, but overall I thought like, uh, okay, so like it doesn't hold up obviously, right. mm-hmm. but I thought that the, um, uh, the way they handled Marco dealing with everything did hold up. Yeah, certainly. Um, and I thought that the way they handled the B-plot was really, really good. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I thought overall I felt good about the episode. Mm-hmm. There was just um, some some things that, like, um, they, had to, they had to make outlandish for convenience reasons. Yeah, but did they? Because I feel like they, they just... They felt like they had. Yeah. I felt like the we talked about this already, obviously, but I felt mm-hmm. like that that scene at the beach was pretty contrived mm-hmm. and unnecessary. There's easier ways to uh, there there are ways to write around that that would have made more sense. Right. And then also, yeah, just forcing in um, Craig for no reason was right. ridiculous. But yeah. But I guess if there is that undertone of his mom having cancer, then that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So where do you see this plot going for Marco? Um, I can't imagine he stays in the closet the whole season, mm-hmm. uh, but probably for at least a couple more episodes. I, I imagine that there's more interaction between him and Dylan, mm-hmm. probably some more interaction between him and Jay. Uh, and then as far as the him and Spinner stuff goes, I I don't, I can't imagine Spinner stays homophobic the whole season either. Mm-hmm. Like maybe a little bit, but you know, like not, I think that's where it goes is that the, the teachable moment from the season at the end of the season is like, Hey, don't be a homophobe. Mm-hmm. You know, I would hope unless, yeah. th- unless I got the show wrong and they're like, <laughs> no homophobia is good. That'd be crazy. Yeah. That but, would be um, wild. yeah. So I, I imagine where it goes is, uh, well, I don't, I, I, I imagine we're going to find out how Marco tells his parents about the beating at some point, or mm. like at least some Mm-mm. kind of like interaction with the parents regarding this Mm-mm. overall. No? His, he, he kind of, brushed over that in this episode was that he told his parents it was for issues right that he right, got jumped right. for issues he's not gonna there we don't revisit the beating oh um, really? really okay interesting yeah um but yeah i mean i think by the end of the episode by the end of the season he comes out and spinner is is accepting yeah yeah yeah, yeah i could see that too um yeah i think things are gonna move quicker than you think oh really yeah okay. Yeah, it's kind of like this was a very special episode. Mm-hmm. And then by a few episodes down the line, it's it's it kind smooths of, over. It, it's kind okay. of it's going to be pretty smooth. Yeah. Interesting. Where do you see um, Snake's cancer going? I think oh. I've already spoiled for you that Snake lasts the entire series. <laughs> yeah, you have. And also, I just I could not imagine him dying after that uplifting speech to Emma. No. Um, like yeah, no, he's gonna he's gonna fight it. It's mm-hmm. it's. Pro- I imagine that it'll go into um, how hard that fight can be. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think it's gonna be a fun plot mm-hmm. <laughs> or anything. But yeah, I think it'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That sounds about right. Um, mm-hmm. 
and I don't, I'm just curious to hear how Jack handles it, you know, because <laughs> he's he, that's his his feelings and opinions are yeah. the ones that I would most like to hear. Yeah, I'd really like to hear his monologue <sighs> about it. I'm so mad about the I'm so mad about the reboot getting canceled I know. because we are right now. Jack would be in high school. Yeah. Urgh. Makes me so mad because <laughs> Jack was born in 2004, 2000, 2003, 2004. So he would be what? 18. Oh, so he'd be a senior now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. But I think Damn I'm it. I'm firmly of the belief. Discovery, why did you have to buy HBO? I'm firmly. Government, <laughs> prevent these mergers. <laughs> We've I'm got monopolies all around this country in every industry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm firmly. Of We're supposed to be a democracy. I'm firmly of the belief that uh, uh, the the reboot is just um, waiting for me to get in their writing room. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, so it'll happen. And I just if you're listening have to, to this, tweet at HBO. That won't help at all. <laughs> that won't help at all. Because <laughs> Twitter's dead. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but um, so, what would you rate this episode? Hmm. I think I would give this. Uh, I did have pr- trouble with some of the writing, mm-hmm. um, uh, and I really hate being <laughs> reminded of how awful the world used to be, mm-hmm. uh, even as the world is terrible now too. But you know, uh, mm-hmm. but I think I would have to go um, five out of five hairs off snake's head. Really, that's yeah. high. Yeah. Even though you had problems with the writing. Yeah, because I just think that it like it hit what it was trying to hit super yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and it had funny moments too, mm-hmm. and it was like. It did the thing Degrassi does so well, which is give you the real humanity of shit yeah. and then also be like, but hey, we're a fun sitcom right, too, a little bit. Right, right? Like there was no reason to add that dig from Paige to Emma in there <laughs> yeah, except yeah. just to make us all laugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to change that to 4.9 uh, out of five hairs on Snake's head because sna- hairs off Snake's head mm-hmm. because uh, there was no JT in this okay. episode. Okay, makes sense, makes sense. I, I support that. I support that decision. I would give it maybe, I would give it four, four, four out of five um, fedoras mm. <laughs> or pairs of capris <laughs> or teenage boys feet that we saw at the beach with too many feet. <laughs> yeah, so many feet. <laughs> too many feet. Um, Who directed this? Quentin Tarantino? Honestly. <laughs> Next episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Next episode is... Season three, episode, if this was four and five, so then this is six. Mm-hmm. Episode six gangsta, is called Gangsta Gangsta. Okay. And our key player is Sean. Mm. Okay. So I think that this probably is the episode where we find out that, uh, sorry, what's his name? <laughs> Sean. Sean, thank you. I think this is the episode where we find out that Sean has been a gangster rapper this whole time and he's mm-hmm. dropping a hot album. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, it is definitely uh, like the main issue is cultural appropriation that okay. we handle in the episode. And Emma is very pro cultural appropriation. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any other predictions? Yeah, Jimmy, uh, because Jimmy is Drake, is the only one who's like, hey, um, maybe don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But then is also at the same time trying to date Manny. Which Jimmy's I guess is, trying to date I Manny? guess that's age appropriate in this show, but I yeah. was trying to go for a Drake grooms women, oh. or a gr- grooms girls. Um, but yeah, that's my predictions. 
You don't have a serious prediction? Oh, my serious prediction? <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you said any others, I was like, oh, more jokes? Okay. No. Um, no, a serious prediction. Um, I think that we learn more about... Um, uh, 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 What's his name again? Sean. Sorry. <laughs> Keep all that in. I, <laughs> I think we learn more about um, what Sean's life is like at home. And I don't know that his older, what his older brother does. I think he's like a mechanic or something. Mm-hmm. But also like maybe they're like mob connected or something. There's like some kind of, not necessarily mob, but like some kind of like gang life influence uh, going on in Craig's, <laughs> Sean's <laughs> background somehow. His background. Interesting. Like his home life. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will. I you had said that you hope that there's some JT in this episode. Yeah. And I did look it up, and JT is the B plot. Yes. You want to do any guesses there? Um. Yeah. Um. Uh. JT and Toby, um, are decide that like they want to um take Miss Hatsalakos out to a dance, <laughs> <laughs> and and they have to go and they have to. You know, obviously, she's not going to go out with two boys, so they mm-hmm. do get on each other's shoulders, shoulders. and get <laughs> in a, a trench coat, coat and try to ask her out. <laughs> okay, I don't need a serious prediction for that one. That, <laughs> I love that too much. Thank um, you. <laughs> but um, I guess there's only one more thing left to do, and that is based on this last episode uh, and this last recording of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, are you a Degrassi fan yet? Yeah, I think um, I I haven't moved on from where I was before, mm-hmm. which is to say that I think it's good. I appreciate it. I wouldn't want to watch it without you, mm-hmm. but it is it is good. Okay. And I recognize it. Nice. And that, of course, leads to one more question, which mm-hmm. is after having to deal with me this whole episode mm-hmm. and while watching this episode and the month in between our last recordings, mm-hmm. do you still love me, baby? Of course. Yeah, we've been holding hands through most of this recording. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel pretty secure. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so where can people find you on social media? Well, I am at Ezra Partier on TikTok. Nope, nope, nope. I'm at Ezra Partier on Instagram, at Ezra Parter on TikTok and Twitter. TikTok maybe. Uh, the only place with that since Twitter seems to be uh, Hellscape. But Twitter is where my hockey uh, writing stuff is usually. I'm writing for uh, Mile High Hockey now, and my sketch groups are around L.A. Awesome. Um, I am at OMG It's Key on Instagram and TikTok and you can find the podcast on Instagram at Cuckoo Bananas Podcast and you can email us at Cuckoo Bananas Podcast at gmail.com. I actually checked the email the other day and we haven't <laughs> received many emails. Oh. So if you want to, uh, I'm, I'm here. I have nothing better to do uh, than to respond to your emails. So, <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, that's our episode. This was a fun one. That's the right word for it. Uh, it episode. was fun to record. The episode was fun. It was yeah. fun to record. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we are going to get some dinner. Yeah. I'm hungry already. Ooh, okay. Yes. All right. Um, thank you guys for listening. Goodbye. See you next time. Bye.